Only 4% of universities in the U.S. are R1 research institutions, and Temple University is one of them. This means 100% of students have the opportunity to participate in hands-on learning and research with world-class faculty. With over 600 academic programs across 17 schools and colleges, Philadelphia's largest public university provides students with a rich variety of opportunities and propels graduates to succeed in their careers. Temple University. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. visit uh, hello and welcome everyone to the call. This is Nashiba of eSpirity Radio Seven, and we'll begin the show in just a moment. Wanted to let everybody know that may have been on the, on Monday's call. That call has been posted on eSpirity Radio Seven Period Blogspot.com. Again, that's eSpirity hyphen Radio Seven Period Blogspot. Dot com. The post for that week, so in this case uh, for the week of uh, March the 2nd, all the shows for this week, uh, that's where you find the broadcast archive as well as what the topic and the subject matter is for the show's topics throughout the week. Uh, and they're available through the player that's actually on the site. Uh, the broadcast archive, you just select which episode, which broadcast archive you'd like to listen to, and it will uh, go ahead and play that show. It's also the link from this call itself is embedded, basically attached to the date. So for, for example, rather, in this case today is the 4th, so you can click on the 4th, and it will open up the player for this call. It's also available on iTunes as well. It usually gets there within a day or two, sometimes uh, the same day that the show is actually posted. And what uh, some listeners do is they just go ahead and subscribe to Nashiba of eSpirit E-Radio 7 on iTunes, and that way it will just automatically deploy to um if you listen on your um, car phone or mobile devices and things uh, like that. So it's always posted and available on the blog through those venues and the links to the other venues where streams also available on the, on the blog itself. Um, this week, as you, as you know, Monday was a grab day. Friday will be a grab day. We just finished the last few weeks of talking about the 20 universal laws and the uh, six uh, uh, metaphysical laws. Uh, so we just said that today we'll be going into um, guardian angels and things like that, the types uh, of... of guardian angels that they are and we'll also kind of infuse how do you get access so it's not a matter of just kind of talking rather saying what they are it's kind of how you also in conjunction with can actually access uh, which is a very uh, beautiful process and can solve a lot of questions and, and answers for you so we'll be getting into that as well uh, what I'm going to do now before we kick off the show as always is, uh, is play some music and tonight, I'm going to play a select from, selection from Igor Garzina. And this one is called Close to Your Heart from his Metropolis Night CD. So Igor Garzina, Close to Your Heart. Mm-hmm. 
And again, everyone, that was Igor Garzina. And that selection is called Close to Your Heart from his Metropolis Light CD. That's such a beautiful piece. Be peace, love, global harmony, and healing to all of God's rainbow tribes of the universe. Peace and love, love and light. We are one heaven on earth. That's one of the things I say pretty much throughout the day to extend the energy and the frequencies and the vibrations of what that yields back to us as people on the planet, as Mother Guy, and as us within the scope of the universe because I want this craziness to end. And with that said, um, Max uh, is going to be joining us tonight. Max, would you like to share what you'd like to uh, let everyone know we'll be just discussing tonight? And also to remind everyone as we're in the discussion, if something pops into your head, a question or a comment or an experience, that you may have had relative to the uh, subject matter or sometimes they tend to connect to other things, any type of experience within realm of what comes up, feel free to star six into the Q&A queue uh, with that. Because I, I think that as people begin to share more of things that are experiences and even things to, that you may not realize may have rel- been a relative experience, it helps many, many people who have never known where to put it, where to categorize, so how would they know where to begin the search uh, further. So I think it goes a long way if people share. Max, welcome to the show. Yes, I'm uh, I'm here. <laughs> I, I say that with emphasis. <laughs> I am here. I wasn't sure. I was not sure. Um if I could go into a little bit of detail about that. Sure. Um, sure. It's been a wild day, and uh, apparently there's been some kind of a, like incident or problem near where I live, and they've got the street completely torn up, and they got the trucks out there with the lights and the, and the police, and it's kind of like they're digging up the street. So it was already really? where I live. It's it's a high volume area during rush hour traffic, and essentially they've got the road blocked off almost. So it is a madhouse because there are mm. um, various other main thoroughfares that feed into the street that I'm near. So it's backed up on top of being backed up. So it took quite a while just to get here. Mm. I'll just say that, but I made it. Yeah, I've heard how congested the area gets. Yeah, exactly. You made it. I made it, and we're going to move forward. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm kind of uh, excited about the topic because it gets into, again, another one of these areas that I mentioned that kind of piqued my interest. Uh, I don't pretend to be the expert, okay, but I do the research, and I felt like this was another one of those topic areas that uh, <clears throat> needed to be flushed out, brought to the table, um, detailed, vetted, um, talked about, discussed, all those things, because it just kind of lends into everything else that's kind of being brought forward that maybe has always been there, but maybe not. Um, I'll put it this way. Maybe there are those who felt like, well, that's not for me. 
or I don't necessarily agree, or I don't understand, or I don't know, or, you know, those kinds of areas. So that's why for me, I felt like it, it, it kind of needed to be brought forward because typically what happens with many things is that it's not necessarily because it's not for you, or it's not necessarily that you just don't agree, it's that you just don't know. Exactly. So you're making a decision based upon your lack of knowledge of it, okay? And that's the definition of ignorance. And that word gets misused a lot. Mm -hmm. I'll just say that. It really does, okay? Because it's, it's a pure and simple definition. It's not, you know, a derogatory thing, but it's, it, it's many times it's used that way. So when you say, oh, you're ignorant, oh, it's like a derogatory thing. But it just means you just don't know about a specific subject matter. That's all. It's not a bad thing. You can't know everything. So, and that, again, that's where I'm going with this, to kind of bring that forward, because it kind of ties in to the last subject matter, which was dealing with the, um, the laws. Yeah. Yes. And it, it, it really kind of ties in. Um, and I'll probably do some referring to that information as well when we kind of get into the subject matter here. So um, as I said before, when I, when I was doing the research, and initially I was only aware of about 10 of these particular guides, let's say. And as I started doing the research, I, there was more. And well, these are not the same as these other ones. So. You know, I start compiling and compiling, and then I went to a different, uh, another source, and it mentioned that there were 33 of these guides, okay? And I just thought that was a very interesting number, okay? And 33 is, is tied to many different things, okay? And I just thought that was just an interesting number, that it would be 33. Well, up to this point, I have, let's see. I'm going to give you a number here. I've got 25 mm -hmm. of the quote-unquote 33. So, up, you know, as of now, because I'm still kind of doing the research, but we're going to get through this, okay? We're going we're gonna to talk about these and, 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 and you know, kind of get a better understanding of them. But I'm, I'm, like, bound and determined to find these others that I'm missing, these other eight, so to speak if there are eight, okay? And and I'll tell you what I found. To some degree, even the the designation sometimes may be why there's this disparity in this number. What one calls one, another calls another, but when you look at what it's described to be, they're the same. So it could be some duplication there. But uh, again, we're going to we're going to kind of see so that's kind of a little thing leading up to this. And once we get into it, you'll see how these really tie in and it will answer, uh, again, some of the questions that you may have had when things occur or how things occur, you know. And again, just like with the laws, these can work for you and against you. And when I say against you, it's not, not so much that they work against you, but it's because you're not utilizing what's there for you. I'll say it that way. It works against you. Same thing with the laws. You're not utilizing 
it's just like a toolbox or whatever, you know, or utensils that you cook with. You know, you're trying to bake a cake with a screwdriver when you should use a spatula, you know, it's kind of like that. So that's how I look at these. They're there for you if you call upon them to, to get certain things done. Okay. So there's, there's a little bit more text that I want to get through here. It's not so much all of this being in my head. So I want to kind of read some of this information to kind of set the table. Okay, and then we can kind of delve into this. And the Sheba, I'm going to really kind of be leaning on you for, you know, many areas in here um, once we kind of get into this, and you'll see what I mean. So uh, I'm putting that out there now. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but I think it'll be good, though. Similar to how we did the laws, you know, mm -hmm. kind of bouncing this information back and forth a little bit. Because um, I think we'll get a lot out of this and be able to kind of, you know, add tools to our toolbox or add uh, mm -hmm. utensils to our, uh, you know, our kitchen or whatever the case may be. So I kind of something for the guys and something for the girls, okay? <laughs> so to speak. I'm not, not you I know. know. <laughs> yeah, don't take that the wrong way. They know. don't even put it in the category. Don't put it out there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Because believe me, I get in the kitchen too. It's not a problem, okay? It's not a problem. I love it. So I don't do it all, but there's certain things I can do that I have no problem with it. Okay, so we're going to um, use the uh, topic area that uh, was kind of described if you've been to the, to the website. I wasn't sure how to categorize it. I only categorized it based upon how I researched it. But when I saw how it was described in the schedule, I thought, well, that's, you know, let's, let's call it that. So I'm, I'm going to it right here now. Uh, it is, is it described. The East website or I know there's a few of them out that it's heavily. No, I'm talking about on the eSpirit E. Oh, okay. Block. Yes. It's described yeah. as types of guardian angels and spirit guides. So let's go with that. Mm -hmm. Types of guardian angels and spirit guides. Okay. So that's the little topic area, let's say. And uh, first of all, I want to read something. Like I say, this will kind of set the table a little bit. And there's a little bit of, uh, I guess, definitions that I want to kind of put out there too of a couple of things, just so that when these words kind of come up or whatever, we we're all on um, on the same basis. And typically, like when I talked about the UCC specifically, that's one of the things you'll always find in that general area. You have to set what the definitions of words are so to make sure we're apples to apples and oranges to oranges, okay? And then there's no question about what exactly we're talking about and um, with with respect to reference, okay, typically I'll use Wikipedia for something, but not always because Wikipedia is not the end-all be-all, okay? Mm -hmm. So I will use many different dictionaries for um, uh, specific um, words and, and, and um, uh, terms, I'll say. And I won't get into all of them because there's quite a few that I use. So 
but I do use Blacks. I use um, Webster's. Uh, I use uh, what's the other one? And there's different editions um, specific to the time frame, let's say. But that that kind of covers it. I mean, there's some others, but I don't necessarily detail them all. So I'm saying that for those who are the you know hardcore researchers and wondering how where does stuff come from, just to give you a little idea. So okay, uh, a spirit guide is someone that has lived the before and has went through similar life lessons that you've ex you've expected to, that you're expected to go through in your life. Um, they are necessarily wise, enlightened masters. Um, let's back up. I, 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 I didn't read that properly. Let's read that again, because this is this is important. And I don't want to I want to get the, the terms right here. A spirit guide is someone that has lived before and has went through similar life lessons that you're expected to go through in your life. They aren't necessarily wise, enlightened masters. They're more like an older brother or sister who wants to, who wants you to do your best. Um, the way that they work is usually to cause you to notice clues or insights that help lead you to your, lead you to stay with your plan that you've created before birth. The clues may be in the form of a book, newspaper article, or even a television show. Your guides are often very resourceful in their ways to get insights and messages to you. Okay. Uh, according to theosophical doctrine, Spirit guides are not always a human of human descent. Some spirit guides guides live as energy in the cosmic realm or as light beings, L-I-G-H-T, light beings, which are very high level spirit guides. Some spirit guides are persons who have lived many former lifetimes, paid their karmic debts and advance beyond a need to reincarnate. Many devotees believe that spirit guides are chosen on the other side by human beings who are about to incarnate and wish assistance. Okay, so that's kind of setting the table for this. And there was a lot in there. So there's a couple things I want to kind of define so that then we can get into this. Okay, the first thing is uh, theosophy. Okay, or in this case, it, it was it was referenced as uh, theosophical doctrine. Okay, so that refers to a system of esoteric philosophy concerning or investigation seeking direct knowledge of presumed mysteries of beings and nature, particularly concerning the nature of divinity, 
Theosophy is considered a part of the border field of esotericism, esotericism. And that's referring to hidden knowledge or wisdom that offers the individual enlightenment and salvation. And kind of succinctly saying it, it's wisdom. And it's literally God's wisdom. Okay. I know I said a lot in there and it was some 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 heavy duty words, but summarizing it, it's wisdom and literally God's wisdom. That's what that word is talking about. Now there was another word that I used, and that word I've been hearing it a lot. And you know, I don't I've gotten to the point where I try not to assume certain things. So this is not a play on anyone's um, education, anyone's um, understanding. It just, if I put it out there, then I know that we're on the same playing field with respect to the information I'm putting out there. So for those who know these terms and whatnot, then say, hey, I already know. For those who don't, Get your pen and paper, okay? Because in that way, like I say, we're all on that level playing field with respect to understanding this information. So this word that I've been hearing a lot is is this term called esoteric, okay? So what does that mean? Uh, it, it's, it means that it's only taught to or understood by members of a special group limited to a small number of people. So like this group here that we're talking to right now, this is an esoteric group. So when you hear that term, that's kind of what that means. It's like you're special, so to speak. And this information is kind of like only for you to some degree, not like no one else can have it, but in this particular setting, this is esoteric information, okay? And there was another term I used in here, and we've talked about this before, so this is a little bit of review, okay? And that's the term of karma, okay? What is that, okay? According to the ways of life chosen by a person, his karma can be classified into three kinds, okay? The statvik, S-A-T-V-I-K, statvik karma, which is without attachment. It's selfless and for the benefit of others, okay? That's one. Two is the rajasic, rajasic, maybe that's how it's pronounced, R-A-J-A-S-I-K. Rajasic karma, which is selfish, where the focus is on the gains for oneself. Okay. And then lastly is the tamasic, T A M A S I K karma, which is undertaken without heed to consequences and is supremely selfish and savage. So 
you know, you have three different types of karma. I did, I never knew that one. Okay. And depending on, you know, I guess your mo, your uh, motive, your, I guess your motive. Intent. Yes. Yeah, so Always something based on the, the intent of the heart. Yes. That will determine where you fall in these three different categories. Okay. So I'm not saying one is better than the other or whatever the case may be because they're all purposeful, okay? And we'll kind of get into that once we get in deeper into this. Now, keeping in mind, that karma information came essentially from when we were talking about the laws. So that's why that plays into this, okay? So, so now that sets the table for a few things. So let's uh, not... I'm going, these are not necessarily top being or one being the most important and, the, you know, there's no order for these things. I'll just put it that way that I know of. Like one isn't the top one and 10 isn't lower than one that I know. So I'm treating them on a level field to this point until we possibly get further into this and maybe can determine, well, this one's a little bit more important than that one. Because you'll see that some of them are kind of basic, and then some of them have a lot of weight to them. I will say that. So we'll find that out once we go here. Okay, so the first one I have is what's called a life guide. Okay, life guides are, are like the messengers of your spiritual team. This spirit guide is with you from birth to death and works to manage and coordinate all of the other spirit guides, angels, and spiritual teachers assisting you at any given time. So your life guide, I would say that that one's probably pretty important. It, it manages all your other spirit guides, okay? And I want to say this before I go a little bit more in detail into this. There's some information I have, and I'm, I'm going to get to that further down in, in this um, uh, presentation here. But I'm going to get into some mechanics of this, okay? It's just like a lot of things. You, you have to, first of all, you get a general overview. And then you learn the parts of something. Okay, and then you learn, well, now that I know the parts, how do I put them together or how do I make them work? So that's kind of how we're going to handle this. We've had the overview. I'm describing what the parts are, and then we'll get into, well, how do I, what do I do with this stuff? Or do I need this one and not that one? And which ones do I need more right now? And, you know, and how to actually get this thing kind of working for you, so to speak. So that's kind of how we'll approach this. So again, that life guide is, is we, we, we may want to put a star beside that one. Just because if it manages all the other ones, it's probably pretty high. Okay. So we're going to put a star behind that one. We're going to put two stars on that one. Because, uh, matter of fact, we'll put three stars on that one. Because that one seems to be relatively important because of how it's described, that it is a manager of all the others. Okay. Uh, anything, Nashiba? So we good? Yeah, no, we're we're, we're good. Um, and now we're gonna ultimately should be able to see that they all are important. They all serve specific, unique 
purposes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I don't, I don't want to, like, just like we did with the laws, you know, mm-hmm. there were quite a few of them. And, you know, understanding this is why we're doing it. Mm-hmm. So we don't want to just fly through it and say, okay, do you remember everything? Okay, there'll be a test now. It's, that's not how we're handling this. <laughs> right, okay? not at all. Yeah, that's not how we're handling this. We want to really get it, okay? Mm-hmm. So, um, and we, we can come back, too, because I feel like that one will be revisited just because mm-hmm. of, um, I'm, I'm making highlights here of kind of, okay, works to manage and coordinate all other spirit guides. Let's highlight that because that's pretty good stuff right there. Okay, it didn't highlight. Let's try that again. What happened to my... Okay, there we go. Okay, so the second one here is what's called a gatekeeper. Okay, your gatekeeper guide guards your personal soul records or your Akashic records. Those what you call your personal soul records. Akashic. I've heard that pronounced many different ways. Akashic, Akashic. Um, I'm not, you know, I have to, you know, really look at what is the proper pronunciation, but I've heard it pronounced both ways. Mm-hmm. Uh, they connect you with the right memories at the right time to bring the healing, advancement, wisdom and knowledge of your soul memories into your current experience without overwhelming you with too much at any given time. Gatekeeper guides also work to allow to allow or block entities as well as past loves. Wait a minute. Sorry about that. Let's back up. Gatekeeper Guides also work to allow or block entities as well as past loved ones to reach you depending on what is for your highest and greatest good. Okay. But that, you know, sounds like a an electronic kind of a thing. Okay. Like a diode or something like that. Okay. It allows information to flow maybe in one direction or the other. That's what that kind of sounds like with respect to that realm, okay? It's what a gatekeeper is. It allows access of certain information when it's to your advantage, and it allows uh, access to past, um, what did I say, loved ones to reach you, or it can block them. It's just going to depend on what's for your greater good. Okay? That's kind of important to know because there's many times when, and I find that to be true with what we're kind of experiencing as a whole right now, there's things that we are requesting that we say, it's time. We want it now. But we're not really sure if that's to everyone's advantage or your specific advantage. Right. It goes to time and season. 
That's a perfect, perfect example as to time and season. Sometimes when we ask, we pray, we're meditating, we're requesting certain things, and, well, why isn't it coming? It may not be in the time and season. doesn't mean it won't come. Mm-hmm. It means that it may not be in the time and season. So the guardian angels and, and more, a little bit more to that, who releases and manages the information over the course of each and every lifetime that you have lived. And if it, the intent or whatever is coming towards you, if it's not good to the path and current journey that you're on, that gatekeeper is analyzing and say mm-hmm. yes or no. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and and this is the thing, and that's a perfect analogy or a description because mm-hmm. remember what I said initially, mm-hmm. this gatekeeper is also, um, it guards your personal soul records. So if it's guarding it, it as it can see it, it knows mm-hmm. what it is. Mm-hmm. So it knows basically who you are and where you're going. So it knows, okay, this is not right based upon where you're, what you're, ultimately supposed to do that has to wait or now's the time to get you to the next step to get you to where you're supposed to go see so that's why i say this gatekeeper thing it's almost like an electronic device where it's switched on or switched off at the right time to allow certain information to be passed through or not okay so i mean that's just how i you know it helps me maybe remember it. It helps me maybe mm-hmm. kind of see it clearer. But mm-hmm. when when I look at the description of it, that's what I think of, of how switches work. Okay, mm-hmm. we'll allow that information through. Oh, it's not time. Block that until the timing is right because I see the entire picture of where you're going. So I know when to switch that switch open or turn that valve open or closed. Mm-hmm. Okay? So... That's your gatekeeper. That one's uh, that one's pretty important too. Mm-hmm. So if I had to summarize that one, I would say that one, it guards your personal Akashic records. So we're gonna highlight that, and it also um, it allows or blocks. Entities, entities, I didn't talk about that, as well as past loved ones reaching you. So that's, we're going to highlight that too. Because entity may be something that's not so good. Correct. It could be, you know, so that's a, that's a definitely a good thing. Okay. And like I say, once we kind of get past the, the parts, We'll figure out how to use these things. So if you need to be blocking out some things, and I've heard um, a few people come onto the call, and specifically when they talk about dreams mm-hmm. and these types of dreams that they've been having. Oh, and this, you know, I'm running and I'm scared and I'm, all, you know, all those kinds of things. I would say here's a a good area to kind of maybe, you know, see where this can help with that. Possibly, because that's kind of one of the things that it has the ability to do is block those things or allow certain other things. So there you go. 
Okay, next here is what's called a teacher guide. Okay, a teacher. It appears to teach you and guide you along your path. Teacher guides will appear in many different forms depending on your lessons and objectives. They provide guidance through dreams, meditation, and by leaving clues and signs for you as long as you need them and then they move on. So that's that's uh that's interesting too. Um the fact that they move on because as I said the the initial one, your life guide is with you from birth to death. Teacher guides not necessarily. Okay. And they operate um, through dreams and meditations. So that's very interesting. And I said that they appear in many different forms. So that's another interesting point because many times we feel like we know or we can categorize certain things that well, I know if it's coming from here, it's got to be good. Or if it's coming from here, it's probably bad. But that is not always true, okay? And for me, I feel like that is kind of like a, what's the word I want to use? Um, it's, it's, it's been indoctrinated for us to believe that, that, okay, this is good and this is bad. But the understanding that I have is that bad can be used for good and good can be used for bad so it can flip-flop, okay? So you have to kind of, boy, this is this is kind of a tough area because I, I don't want to, you know, there's no absolute for this. Mm-hmm. But I will say this with respect to, like I say, the understanding that just because something is quote-unquote considered bad, doesn't mean that you can't use that. It's not, you know, like it's not information or substance that is, you know, helping you. Okay. Um, That's, like I say, that's kind of a tough one. But what I'm understanding, okay, and this is something I got from another uh, totally off subject that Part of this whole existence that we are in is that, you know, because my question was, well, if the creator created everything, okay, and allowed for everything as well, then evil negative came into that too, see, okay, so it had to have some kind of a purpose. Okay, it wouldn't be here if it didn't have a purpose. And part of the purpose is is that it is it's involving this um incarnation aspect of it, but it if it was all good, then it wouldn't happen the way it's happening, I guess is what I'm saying. If there was no negative, no conflict, no yin yin and yang, then there would be no reason to do what we're doing. I guess, I mean, that's, 
that sounds a little confusing, doesn't it? Well, no, um, it goes to the time, the time in which the fight occurred in heaven. And God was kind of like when you have, especially potentially like rebellious children that just have to have their way. And then when mm-hmm. the devil was cast out for a period of time, not for all the time, for a period of time. And God will take all good things, uh, your bad things in life to turn to good because he wants, wants to show the light will always mm-hmm. prevail mm-hmm. in whatever the situation is. So despite what had initially occurred, that season of time on which uh, the, the, the devil would be cast out means that it would be coming in. So that applies it, what, you, what you're referencing to, the good and bad, simply because there's only a season related mm-hmm. to that time. Mm-hmm. As and opposed then, see, to it being a permit, permanent fixture. Yes. And and this is the other piece. And just by you saying that, I, it, my thoughts came a little better together. In that, um, there's like this massive lesson to be learned. Okay. And we're all part of it, the good and the bad. Okay. And which kind of gets back into that reincarnate aspect of it. You you don't reincarnate unless there's something that you didn't get. So you have to kind of do it again until you yep. get it. So that's what I'm saying. There's this massive lesson that needs to be learned. And without that negative aspect, there's no lesson to be learned. We see it every day as we experience life. And you know, it really comes out when you when you look back at, you know, small people when they're kind of figuring things out and they have to kind of make those mistakes. And you like you look back and you say, man, I remember when I did that. I had to learn mm-hmm. the hard way. What you know, it's that. So there's this massive lesson that has to be learned. Some have bigger lessons than others. We don't all have the same experience. That's by design as well. But as a whole, it's this big lesson that has to be learned. And I believe, yes, and that's what I'm saying. That will be revealed to everyone Mm -hmm. in a way that they get it, okay? Because you can say that, and there's some people that already know that, but there's some people Mm -hmm. that have no clue about that. Exactly. So it's going to be a collective understanding of that. That's this massive lesson. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you can't just put it in us. You can't just tell us. We have to go through Experience it. Experience it. Yes. To really, really get it. Yeah. So And sometimes you take longer than what we should. Absolutely. And that's why, I'm going to tell you, and again, this may be off subject a little bit, but that's why when I hear the terminology of, and and, and, and you know, you you can rebut on this if you want to, but when I hear that terminology of we're close, it's mm-hmm. soon. And I'm not saying that that's not true, but mm-hmm. our understanding of that may be um, a little off when we say it's soon or we're close or it's imminent, mm-hmm. okay? In our terms, 
we think close is like tonight. Okay. Right. Close might be <laughs> close might be the end of this year. See. Or even longer. So that's what I'm saying. That what our understanding of that is soon, imminent. You know, that might not be tonight. But no. that's what we believe it to be. Okay. And we have indications that, well, yeah, oh, yeah, that happened. Well, we must be close now. Not saying that we're not. But it's like, but it's, again, this is another tough one for me to kind of dis- to, to describe. But it's like we fake ourselves out a little bit with that. Because when we say it's close and we believe it to be close, it's like something internally happens and we switch into like another gear or something that if it didn't happen tonight, it's like it's something that, you know, we, we're, we're disappointed, we're hurt, we're, we're like, well, I don't believe you now. You told me it was close, so now it didn't happen when you said it was going to happen, so now I can't trust you. You know, it's something that happens when, when that occurs. And that's yeah, what I'm saying. We kind of fake ourselves out a little bit. Mm-hmm. It, I'm sorry, it go ahead. Definitely, no, it definitely can impact someone's contingent upon now that received at the time. Was it sooner rather than later? Putting it out there, but we're not placing a date and a time on, on this since no man knows the day or the hour, but kind of reinforcing um, some people that are saying uh, or say and feel sooner is because some people are more sensitive to the Mm -hmm. changes that are going on. Mm -hmm. Whether they read a blog or not, there are people Mm -hmm. that are more sensitive because the energy frequency and Mm -hmm. vibrations of knowing what's going innately. Because Mm -hmm. part of the process of session, at some point you have literally a sense of knowing. And you can't sometimes, mm-hmm. it's almost hard, hard to quantify or explain to people mm-hmm. that sense of knowing. It's who we used to be. We used to be in that place. We're returning to that place. But if you're not really familiar and your memories are kicking in to recall that, that ability, mm-hmm. it's, it's very difficult for someone to take that in. But there clearly are people on this planet that feel above the fifth dimension. Mm-hmm. Internally, that inner you, that universal you inside, is more than aware how much closer because you literally can feel it. I don't know if anyone is out there. The people that uh, can honestly feel and sense like volcanoes and earthquakes, mm-hmm. they literally, literally mm-hmm. can feel it. Just mm-hmm. like the, the psychics that work with police departments across this globe, they literally feel everything. And when a case is brought, they feel it all. So it's that kind of thing. And I know that in the, just saying that, I know some mm-hmm. people are like, I don't know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's kind of difficult to describe, but it's just this sense of you just, it's because if you're connected at those other levels that may be a little bit higher, you have it's more like a direct, Direct mm-hmm. connection. Mm-hmm. That, let's imagine on one wire, we got to connect it to the other wire, and now we're connected. That inner mm-hmm. universal, you makes a direct connection to the universe itself. So direct knowledge and information 
would by default come to you once you play in that arena. If mm-hmm. you're not, if that's not tangible to you, if you have not cut, connected to it yet, it's kind of difficult to embrace that initially. But mm-hmm. it is true. And the journey we're on is to return us back to that level of connectivity to the universe. Mm-hmm. Because okay. we are co-creators. And we're the ones through the thought, through our hearts, that are going to visualize by thought, by heart, by, by speaking it out, the manifestation manifestations of those things. So if you can if you can imagine I connect my I connect my telephone call call you know cord into the wall. When we connect to the universe, we go through the same process, but it was a direct connection to the universe. And so when your plug is directly tapped in and connected mm-hmm. and it's everything is synced up and aligned, mm-hmm. stuff just flows. And that's what the knowing is. Okay. So people that are kind of in those kind of arenas, they can feel every single a activation or the upgrades and increase in energy. They feel every they're more than aware of it. But someone that's not familiar with that, it might have the, a moment. It might take a moment for them to kind of grasp that. But it is true. People are connected that way, and we are moving back to connect that way. Okay, well, I'll say this about that, and I agree with everything you're saying, and and I've said this before, you know, one, we're not robots. We're all different. We all have gifts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I won't say different gifts. I'll just say some have access to those gifts, let's say, more so than others, mm-hmm. okay? So with that in mind, again, I go back to the original point of the – statement of we're close Mm -hmm. I I still contend that that understanding is not really I'll say maybe quantifiable okay because I've heard that term used many times in the past Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so what is close what is soon I guess is kind of what I'm trying to say. No, I know. We have an understanding of what we believe that is, but mm-hmm. when we're talking about this, I don't know that those terms apply. I guess is what I'm trying to say. We're using well, the wrong words to describe this. Part of the reason it, you can kind of sort of you where if we understand the time as we know it isn't really what it is in reality. And things are actually in the now. So since we're used to understanding time in a completely different manner, and we are evolving to time from a universal perspective, which is more like things happen in the now. The moment is now. Things are honestly happening now, but if if it's difficult to get there if you're used to this over here. Okay. But all, ironically, all at the same time, how many people like you run into conversations like, golly, it sure does seem like time is speeding up. They can't explain mm-hmm. why, but somehow they know mm-hmm. time is speeding up. Mm-hmm. Yes. And in, in time, I think as that's going to cause people to begin to uh, seek additional answers as to timing, what is going on. Because time as we know it and what we're used to it and how we've been taught and acclimated to 
is mm-hmm. completely different from a universal perspective. From that universal mm-hmm. perspective, it's more like time is things that we're dealing with are in the now. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it's so a matter that, of us trying to get our hands around how do we now interpret time. Yeah, and uh, but that's a topic that has come up before, and again, it's. I'll put it this way: because we're in this transitional period. Mm-hmm. That is the catch with this. So I'm mm-hmm. I, I'm speaking to you know in general for those who may be like, well, I, I don't get it, or I only know this, mm-hmm. or I only know that. Understanding that we're in a, like a transition. Right. So we we've been indoctrinated essentially one way. Exactly. And that is what we're transitioning from. So if you only know what you know, mm-hmm. you don't know what you don't know. So that's where we are in that transition of knowing what we know, transitioning over into what we kind of don't know. Mm-hmm. We have some indications, some ideas, but we really don't know. Right. Some know more than others, but many have no clue. All yes, we know is have. that something's happening. Yes. Okay. So, going back to the teaching here of what a teacher guide is and how that information may come to you, because as I said before, they give you what you need, then they move on. That's kind of really mm-hmm. apropos of what we're talking about here. You know, some of this information, like I said, people are having dreams and it's kind of like throwing them for a loop here a little bit. Mm-hmm. Or even when they're in meditation. You know, because that is an active thing, okay? When you dream, that's, you know, if you sleep, that's something you're, it's kind of, to some degree, somewhat out of your control, to some degree, I'll say, all right? But meditation is conscious movement in that direction, okay? But essentially, it's a, it's a certain... I'll just say this, it's a certain frequency that is involved with that. It's what makes it what it is, okay? Um, And I believe that this is where, and like I said, we're gonna get into how to kind of really um, manage, negotiate, activate, uh, all those things with respect to what these different guides are. So, you know, this one we definitely gotta, got to um, fall back on because it is involving dreams and meditation. Okay. So this one's going to get, we're going to get this one three stars too, because I, I think there's a lot here with this. Mm-hmm. Okay. I really do. And um, to summarize again, uh, a teacher guide um, is, comes in many different forms. So we want to highlight that. And what is it? Depending that the, on, uh, the teacher will come when the student is ready or something like that? Yes. That's yes, how that, that seems to operate. That kind of, yep, yep. That kind of applies here, absolutely. So, and, and, and I keep kind of harping on this different forms. So 
you know, you may ask for something, okay? And and this is kind of maybe getting a little bit ahead of myself, but that's kind of part of how these guides work. And, you know, it's conscious and subconscious, and it's also kind of like voice command, so to speak, as well. When you ask for something, they're listening. They're they're mm-hmm. they're they're waiting, kind of like what do you what do you need? See, mm-hmm. and when you say, "Well, I need what whatever such and such and such," if you're you may say it and not be aware that this is in effect and these things occur, but when you're aware of it and you say it, it's kind of like it puts it in a different gear, so to speak. And that's why I'm saying they can work for you or not work for you. So that's why we want to get this stuff out here so you understand that a lot of things can happen once you know that you got these um, helpers just there waiting to help. So um, this, yeah, we, this one will definitely get revisited. So I want to move on though, just because we, we could spend a lot of time on that one because I think so we've covered three, and I said there were two we want to fall back on. So that's the teacher and the life guide. So let's move forward. Uh, this next one is called a timing guide. Timing. Uh, your timing guide oversees synchronicity in your life. They will help you to be in the right place at the right time, to meet key people on your path and align you with opportunities of divine time. Okay, so again, many times we say, oh yeah, I was at the right place at the right time and oh, what a coincidence or well, you know, kind of really not, see? There's someone overseeing that synchronicity of you being in the right place at the right time based upon who you are and where you're going, okay? And that's your timing guide. So there you go. It's the synchronicity. I like that word. <laughs> when I when I hear that word, I think of I go back to the laws, and I think about the the law of harmony, and balance. To me, that's kind of what that kind of relates to that synchronicity. Essentially, when you sync something, one thing is out of balance. So when you sync it, you get it back in the balance. This right hand knows what the left hand has the same information. So it's all balanced out. That's why I say that kind of makes me think about harmony and balance. So that's a good one as well. So I'm going to highlight that synchronicity part. I really like that. Okay. So here we go, number five, and this is not necessarily number five, just number five on my list, is your karmic guide. Your karmic guide helps you to navigate personal and collective karma so that you can resolve it, step off the wheel of karma, and experience new levels of love and blessings. Interesting. Interesting. I I think this one is very strong as well because of of this piece right here. Step off the wheel of karma. Okay. And that is essential because of understanding what 
karma is and how karma works in that it's this rotating situation of multiple lifetimes, multiple experiences, multiple resolutions within those things. This guy is assisting you to get off of that so that you don't continue to um, go round and round and round and round and round. You, you eventually do, um, what do you call? The lesson that was supposed to be learned in that particular time frame. Yes. So, um, that was my doorbell. Somebody's getting it. Okay. Sorry. Um, mm -hmm. I was going to say something there. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, and that's kind of like really where this is going to resolve all of your uh, karmic resolutions. Okay. That's really what you're attempting to do. That's why this you're on this wheel flipping around. I say flipping around, but uh, you know, I, I don't have a visual how that thing works, but mm. that's the way it's being described as a wheel. Okay. And my understanding with respect to time in general, it's like a wheel. It's not a straight line. Mm -hmm. it, 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 and we are, it, we are familiar with the linear. Yes. You know, you start in one place and you get to the end or whatever. Mm -hmm. That's really not how time works. But that's the way we have been told how it works. Mm -hmm. Yes. So. Um, and, and what's yeah. important about even bringing this up, when mm -hmm. people are wondering why isn't, aren't things moving, imagine here we have millions of people on this planet, each with a karmic wheel. So some of the delay in the process is some people have to live out that wheel, that karmic wheel, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. in order to go to to, to the next uh, phase in their life. Which mm -hmm. road are they going to go, the left or the right? Mm -hmm. So when that angst and frustration builds up, like I said, all it's all the same as as above as below. Part of the one of the process. And this is the karma one is a big piece of the process mm -hmm. as to why it, things are taking the time they're taking because certain folks, whoever they are, wherever they are, have mm -hmm. to complete their karmic will. Mm -hmm. Contingent mm -hmm. on the decisions they're currently making. So it can be longer or shorter. We pray it's mm -hmm. shorter. Mm -hmm. But thank mm -hmm. God there's a whole lot of other things that are already in place and implemented as to whether they do or don't. Things are see, still moving forward, forward at the end of the day. But mm -hmm. that's a part of what's involved in the process of this transition that we're going through. The huge portion of what is involved here. And see, this this is my question with respect to that, you know, mm -hmm. and kind of trying to piece this puzzle together, so to speak. And that, mm -hmm. okay, if there's this karmic wheel and everyone's kind of resolving their own, some have done so, mm -hmm. some have many to go, some have a few to go. If there is this point where everything is resolved, does, does that speed up so that everyone gets theirs resolved that hasn't been resolved? Or do the ones who haven't been resolved, that just, you know, it's like, where does that go? What happens? Mm -hmm. That's 
what comes to mind for me. Like, like you're, the concern is for the betterment of it all, is that going to slow the prices down? Not at all. Not right, at all. yeah. Because okay. really, it's already compensated for it. Okay, okay. So no, it's not okay. going to slow it down. Then on top of that, you have millions of millions of people that are praying around the clock that mm-hmm. understand much more about all of this, and they're praying for blockages and all kinds of things mm-hmm. to be mm-hmm. moved out of the way so we continue mm-hmm. continue. So the train is already taken off of the station. It's not like it's going to get to the next stop because X amount of folks didn't resolve their karma, and then it just stopped. Mm-hmm. But it's not going to happen this time. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, and, mm-hmm. and part of the reason when you're looking at it, it took 20,000 years, which really kind of clocks in around the 2012 that winter uh, solstice and we're mm-hmm. still in, in progression moving mm-hmm. forward because it's something that's supposed to happen. We are finishing, we have finished one cycle mm-hmm. ushering in a new cycle mm-hmm. where love conquers all mm-hmm. because that's mm-hmm. the core of the mission to get the universe, universal love back in sync, harmony, mm-hmm. peace, Piece on mm-hmm. all of that should be not trained. It's not simply because the cycle that's being ushered in is supposed to be ushered in for that purpose. Mm-hmm. So it's not going to stop. It's bigger than it's bigger than everybody. It's not going to mm-hmm. pause and put a you know red light on us. They stop and wait till we decide to change it from a red light to a green light. That's not going to mm-hmm. happen. Yeah, that's, that's good to know. It's for the greater. Yeah, it's for the greater, mm-hmm. which is bigger than us. Yeah, that's, that's than good to know, person. though. Because yeah. there is an understanding that, well, oh, well, okay, let's back up. We know that we play a part in this. Definitely. Okay. Okay. But at the same time, we're not, like you, like you said, we're not holding this up either exactly. see so that's kind of a that's something to really kind of get a good understanding of yeah we play a part but mm-hmm. really it's like you say the train's already moving and once it's moving you don't just stop it it's going mm-hmm. and it's going to get to that next station yes that's an interesting piece to kind there's of, a high kind enough of, percentage of people that have known people that return back as, as ascended masters that have been on the ground for quite some time, teaching mm-hmm. things of ancient times. So there's mm-hmm. a high, all these meditations that are kind of on, probably on any given day, you're going to find a global meditation going on somewhere. Mm-hmm. It's the people that are at those and have embraced those other label, uh, levels and they know the mission and they know mm-hmm. their gifts and they know what mm-hmm. to do and they are constantly praying meditating somewhere on this globe around the clock on any given day mm-hmm. and that goes to the harvest is right but the laborers are mm-hmm. few mm-hmm. so that mm-hmm. lets you know it was calculated into the equation we have this harvest we got to you know pull the harvest and whatnot but dang we only got like uh 10 people mm-hmm. but that's not going to take the stop the train it's already taken off it's not yeah I know that's a concern, but the yeah. percentages of the level of prayer and meditation on very specific strategic things has been moving a lot of blocks out of the way. 
So by design, it was built, you know, like risk management when a company or whatever and whatnot, you calculate certain things into the equation by default so you can overcompensate where you need to. It really is no different than how this thing was put together. There were a lot of things that were calculated in by default knowing human nature. No, we're not potentially 100 or 300% of the people are going to be like, oh, my God, my light, I'm turning it on today. Well, it's not like that for everybody. Some people don't even know what you're talking about if you say a light. Uh, and, and above that, if you don't know about the light, they don't realize the light is within them. So you had to compensate for the fact, well, there are probably people that still still be scratching their head. But the ones that are awake and the ones that embrace it, they know they're going to activate. So over time, they help the others, but it's not going to take a train that's already taken off and stop it. It's not, it's not going to happen. It wasn't built like that. It wasn't designed like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, uh, well, that's really interesting because, you know, like I say, it's, you know, that understanding that, yeah, we definitely play a part. Oh, huge. Yeah. Very huge. But and, and that's we're part not of understanding how special you are. Yeah, but yeah. we're not holding it up. That's that's mm-hmm. uh that's that's just interesting to me. Mm-hmm. You know, for it to be that yes, we play that big of a part, but yet we're not holding this thing up. Right. That's that's kind of it's, it's it's so much bigger than us, and there's enough of a percentage of people that meet the body of a whole, so to speak, with enough power and who know strategically what to do to continue, and they're doing that. Sure, it would it would love to have like oh come on everybody to party everybody say yes, but you're talking about some pretty dynamic subject matter. That, oh, I, oh, by the way, you're trying to tell people, okay, well, you need to know this. And they're looking at you like a half crazy. So it had to compensate for, for that to utilize in an efficient way, in a way that optimizes the effectiveness of the strategies that have been applied in prayers and meditations that there are massive groups engaged in all the time anywhere on this globe. There's massive groups that are praying, are doing this all the time. And they're holding down, you know, and have enough fortitude, enough knowledge, enough wisdom to know what to do so we can keep the train moving. Well, that, uh, that's kind of, that's a big... Mm-hmm. It is. And it also takes the load off to a certain degree because for those that are trying to get their heart wrapped around, it might start beating themselves out, beating themselves up. as so i got to get it, but I'm not getting it and, and whatnot. They, come, they have my, I am my brother's keeper. So i got all these other people that are still trying to move forward for me, whether I know about it or not. But the more the merrier, that's for sure. 
Are you still there, Max? happen to the audio. Oh. Max, are you still there or are you on mute? And anyone I want to put out to the listeners again, please feel free to come into the Q&A Q Star 6 in if you are familiar with this subject matter, if you've had experiences with guides or your spiritual uh, guides or anything, or you even aware of it, or have you had things that you might want to quit, I possibly see if an experience that you had um, may have been one where your your, uh, guardian angel or spiritual guide contacted you or or sent you a hint or something, and you wondered where or kind of thought that it may have come from your spirit guide. So, again, feel free to come into the Q&A queue by star sixing into the queue. And we're going to take a real brief uh, music uh, break here. It's going to be real quick. And this is uh, from Heather Edwards. It's called Lavender Blues. And this is from her Go With Flow CD. So I highly encourage you, if you jot it down, down, any notes or think you may have had an experience with uh, feel free to share, um, and that may help someone else either recognize it or remember they may have had an experience. We'll be right back in about two minutes, two, one or two minutes.
And again, everyone, that was Heather Edwards from her, uh, that selection is called Lavender Blue from her Go With The Flow CD. We're back, and how's it? Uh, you okay, Max, now? I, I'm i here, and I don't know what happened. <laughs> All I it know happens. is it's weird. I was talking, and mm-hmm. I realized that I was not there. So I don't know where I dropped off or what. I don't know what happened. Oh, we're good. I, can... I, I mean, I don't <laughs> even know where I left off. I mean, I was just talking, and next thing I know, it was Right after like, a teacher. What was right after uh, the, the teacher guide? That's where you were. Okay. Well, I guess I want to make this point real quick, and then we'll move forward. Um, mm-hmm. I have a better understanding now of how this thing kind of fits with respect to this resolution, the, the, the understanding of things being close mm-hmm. and time. Yes. Okay. And that the time, if you're only going to look at it from a linear standpoint, it doesn't fit. Mm-hmm. Okay. And the fact that, there are those who have a lot to resolve, but yet we're close. So how do you resolve all of that and we're close? But when you understand the time aspect of how the time is um, all time, so it's like it can happen in an instant. Exactly. It doesn't have to be this linear thing. Okay? Exactly. So that's how... At least for me, it helps me to understand, okay, th- th- that's not an issue. Right. The, it being close and the massive, let's say, massive amount of, of resolving of this, these, these karmic issues, mm-hmm. it can happen in the blink of an eye. And the Bible even references it. When, the, when that moment, no man is going to know what, they're not going to know the day, the time, or the hour. And it will happen in the blink mm-hmm. of an eye. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So as it's a matter of going back to that, you know, the program that all of us have to have to go to where we feel like yes. we're learning two different languages and we constantly mm-hmm. have to flap, flip, flap, flip, flap, this mm-hmm. whole process. I can't find a better way to try to describe it as being like that because yes. you're trying to come from the world that that's all you knew. If no one presented mm-hmm. anything different to you, mm-hmm. to your frame of res- reference by default. Is always going to go to that place, mm-hmm. and if somebody's shaking you one day, say, "Oh, excuse me, uh, things are about to change." Right. You got to pause, almost slow it down a minute, and then attempt to take it all in, understand yeah. it, and segue over. Mm-hmm. And well, you know, I mentioned that earlier. You know, this transition—that that's the tough part because mm-hmm. you get caught up in the, what you know, and you try to make it apply to yeah. where we're going and it's like it doesn't apply yeah. so then it's like well I'm confused I, mm-hmm. but knowing that there is a transition and that that's kind of why we're talking about what we're talking about exactly the, the things that we need to know to move forward exactly. and to leave the other stuff just leave it Yeah, it's that's old stuff leave it don't worry about it you'll be okay yeah, I know you're an expert in it. You got plaques on the wall and all that, and you know doctorates and judges and all that. Hey, okay, great, but that 
doesn't apply in the news. No, it's an organic process. It ain't got nothing to do with how many pieces of paperwork you've got plastered on your wall. Mm-hmm. That's why he said I would take the foolish things of life to confound the wise. Mm-hmm. Because the wise and what all of what they thought they knew, and he's saying, whoop, there it is. I got something else for you. Mm-hmm. How are you going to roll with that? Yep, yep. And, and, and it kind of goes back to also that level playing field, my understanding of that. Well, mm-hmm. if you can carry all the, you know, your plaques and your rings and your, your, you know, all that stuff over, then we get back into that whole haves and have-nots thing, you know, where that can't work if right. you get to carry all this, this stuff with you and exactly. those who don't have, they stay down and you stay up. Mm-hmm. That's not where we're going. No. So yeah, that's that's good to know. And mm-hmm. there, you know, I'm sure there's going to be some that. Well, I don't. I won't say that they'll fight it because they'll have a different understanding. Right. So they won't. There won't be this desire to fight it. Right. Okay. So that's not really an issue. But from what we know now, just know and understand that. You know, that stuff doesn't carry over. Right. There's a lot of things in all the activation and anything. This, what's, what's been built into this process also is to purge and release. Forgive, purge, and release. Mm-hmm. Throughout mm-hmm. this entire process, mm-hmm. that's an intricate part that's always included in each, each iteration of the, of the process. Because it's like, you know, many times, Captain said, we have said it's, part of the process is to become lighter and lighter. When we mm-hmm. are carrying luggage mm. of painful, emotional, psychological pain, that's kind of heavy. Yes. So at either some point, you put it up to your face and you look at it, and you peel that onion bar, is it really serving you to hold on to it? Is it making your life better on any level? And if you can answer those questions honestly, truthfully, with your truth, and you come away with, it's not helping me. And the, and the irony of the scenario is the, what a, a person or thing, they've moved on with their life. They're laughing, they're playing, they're enjoying life. And, and sometimes we allow those things to become a burden in their life, thereby making us heavy and weighing us down. That's why it's incorporated throughout this entire transitional program. When you hear people talk about the moon and alignments, there's reasons for all of that and many other processes going on because they aid in the process of purging and releasing. And this planet has gone through those phases before, and it's now going through another one. Mm -hmm. But this one is more historical in nature. Mm -hmm. Yes, that's a good thing. Mhm. That is a good thing. Okay. Well, you know that we 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 were in the karmic guide. So yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm gonna say that that one is 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 very strong as well. We're gonna we're gonna, we're gonna give that one, you know, three snaps and a star as well. Mhm. Because uh, I'm liking. What that has to say, what it has to say, and what it states, and what it involves. Yeah. Okay. Um, let's move forward. Mm-hmm. Okay. The next one, and I say this is number six, but again, uh, it's what's called your creative guide. Okay. In your creative guide, 
or guides uh, are just about what they sound like. They help to inspire creative visions and help you reconnect with your creative talents, the creative talents of your soul from the physical realm. So, you know, again, that kind of lets, lets you know that we all have those gifts. Yes. Okay. And and it's kind of, that's another one that's kind of like, well, yeah, this person can sing and I can, or they can draw or whatever. We all mm-hmm. have those gifts. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's just a matter of, um, as it says here, with those gifts. So, you know, you have someone that can help you do that. That's your creative guy. Mm-hmm. So, depending upon what it is, now, I mean, understand, again, we're not all robots. We're all different. You know, let's say I want to dunk the basketball like LeBron James. Well, I'm not, you know, 6'9 and 260, okay? So, eh, but there may be other things that I have mm-hmm. that are, you know, in the in a creative nature that maybe he doesn't have, see, or he doesn't access to the fullest, I'll put it that way. Mm-hmm. So let's not get caught up in the, you know, envy the, thing. Exactly. And it won't play anyway. The vibrations of that will not play. It's a lower level vibrational thing. So absolutely. And boy, that one is a that one is is evident almost on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. You know, and I and and boy, I hate to even use this as a reference, but I have to. I call that the Kim Kardashian effect. <laughs> right. Okay? That's what that is. And that's kind of like the game that's being played there. Of, you know, look at me. I'm doing and being and acting and doing things that you would want to do. Envy me. See? That's, uh, mm-hmm. and I'm making money at it. And I really don't mm-hmm. necessarily have a talent but just the fact that I'm somewhere where you would like to be hanging out with people that you'd like to hang out with, whatever, you know, mm-hmm. it's, um, it's, it's, a it's a play on your emotions, so to speak, or play on your senses. See, you can be drawn into those things easily. That's kind of one of, uh, I guess a, a human fault, I would guess is, I don't know if I call it a fault, but maybe it is a fault that, you know, we're kind of susceptible to certain things, okay? And there are ways to take advantage of those things. That's why magic tricks work, because we can fall, we can be uh, diverted, you know, we can be deceived, we can be, you know, all those things. That's why magic tricks work, because if we were not able to have those things happen so readily, magic wouldn't be what magic is. We would figure it out and it would just, it, it would go away. But because people know how to kind of do the sleight of hand and all those kinds of things, eh, magic is there. So it's just interesting that, you know, these kinds of things do exist and, you know, to kind of, I guess, be more aware of them. I'm kind of getting a little bit off track. Getting back to the whole creative aspect that we all have talents. And 
don't believe that you do not, okay, because you do. And the, the key is, is that, you know, accessing them or recognizing them because there may be a talent that you have that you don't even realize that others look at and say, man, they're really good at that. And you don't even realize that it's that thing, okay? Mm -hmm. They would love to be able to do that thing that you do easily, readily, and you, you look at it as though, you mean that? That's what you, you know, but it's a talent. Mm -hmm. So see it as what it is and, you know, expound on it because it may help somebody else to access that very same thing or something that is similar to what they're experiencing. So that's kind of how I look at many things. It's not so much, you know, in you. Yes, there are things that you want to bring forward within you, but it's kind of like, how does that help someone else? That's kind of really what this is kind of all about, helping everybody kind of raise themselves up. That's kind of the big picture of this whole yes. thing. Okay? And there are many ways to do it. That's why there's so many of us, because we got to all kind of figure out how to help all of us. Mm -hmm. That's a tough one when each one of us is different. All the billions of us. So it takes all of us to help all of us and okay. utilizing our guides as well. Mm -hmm. And the creativity one is very important. One of the reasons it's extremely important about the creative side of us, although some of us have no, know who that person is within us and others don't They've never they even put themselves in that category. But one of the reasons the creative part is, is is related to manifestation. If you can really get into visualizing those different things, that helps manifest that thing. We are co-creators in this journey to create new earth, to create heaven on earth, the desires of the, our heart, how we know and perceive heaven to be. It's our imagination, our thoughts that generate this new awesome environment that we're going to have. So it's those desires of our hearts that we have and what it should appear, how it should be, how it should operate is a huge part of your creative side of who you are. Yeah, um, boy, that's well stated. And, you know, even within the, the, the description of your creator, creative guide, it talks about inspiring creative visions. Mm -hmm. And, and, and that, that's super important because everything essentially starts with a thought. That's the, you know, impetus of all things. The thought is first. And then it moves to the different levels to bring it into manifestation. Because it's not just physical thing. It's whatever. Right. So it's whatever and it's everything. So, yeah, vision is, is, is uh, super important. Absolutely. So that's important as well. So kudos on the creative, creative guide. Yeah. And the creative guide would help guide you through that process. And the more you do, the more that you practice it, you, the more you can manifest, the more you can help yourself and Mother Earth and the universe all at the same time because it's bigger than who we are. Mm -hmm. Yes, absolutely. 
Um, okay, let's uh, let's move forward. I, I I like that one. Well, I summarize that one with uh, specifically, you know, inspires creative vision and help you reconnect to your creative talent. So that's that's mm-hmm. uh, that's that's an important one. Absolutely. Okay, this is number seven. This is your protection guide. Protection uh, could also be thought of as bodyguard guides. So that may be another term that if you're researching this or whatever, you see a bodyguard guide, uh, same thing. Um, they protect your, they protect you both mentally, spiritually, and physically according to what you allow and intend. This is a guide who is with you from birth to death and who is highly enlightened. In addition to protection, they oversee the spiritual guidance you connect with and help you to avoid temptations and distractions so that you may stay aligned with your sole purpose and intention. Now, I, I think this goes without saying that this one is a very important. Mm-hmm. Any, any guide that is with you from birth to death would have to be an important one, okay? Mm-hmm. Just by it even stating that, okay? So absolutely, and it, it again from the from the description or from the the name protection guy, you think okay bodyguard, okay well, kind of almost limits it. But when you look at okay, it um, in addition, it oversees the spiritual guidance you connect with. Now that is that's really powerful right there, okay. Um, I mean because that's like you were talking about earlier in the Shiva when you talked about plugging that phone cord mm-hmm. into the wall. That's kind of like what that's saying, mm-hmm. okay. It oversees the spiritual guide that you connect with, guidance that you connect with, okay. Mm-hmm. So absolutely, that's a, a powerful piece here. And, uh, again, I go back to saying that, you know, understanding what they are and just like, you know, with respect to, we talked about what the title of this was. And it was titled uh, Types of Guardian Angels and Spiritual Guides. And that that understanding, specifically when it comes to, like, guardian angels, okay, and that they're, they're like, they're waiting for your instruction. Literally. Yes. They're at your beck and call. Yes. They have been around you your entire life, and you may not have been anywhere. I would suspect people have had experiences but didn't realize to say, oh, okay, that goes in that category. Mm -hmm. That's why we talk about this stuff, because there's a lot of things that we have done over the course of our life, and you did it Mm -hmm. organically, but you had Mm -hmm. no, oh, there's a special word category for that. Oh, I didn't know that. Yes. Absolutely. And that's when I talked about the whole how this can work for you or not necessarily work for you. Because in the not part, it's like it's happenstance almost. But, you know, in that you're you may say it, but you're not kind of like directing it. It just kind of flops out where it works for you when you say it in direct, you know, a directed fashion, let's say, as opposed mm-hmm. to just kind of 
maybe flopping out happenstance and you may have even forgotten that doesn't affect mm-hmm. it in the fact that you know you forgot or whatever but it just has more effect when you realize that you're acting in a specific manner to kind of get something accomplished I guess is what I'm trying to say mm-hmm. so that's how it works for you so that's why there's this great detail in this and now when you look back on things, you'll be able to kind of, you know, specifically see, okay, that's why that happened like that. Exactly. Okay. I remember saying, well, yeah, I wish I could or I would like to be able to or whatever the, the terminology may have been. And you were essentially calling on that guide to kind of get in line with making that happen with respect to who and what you are. Got to remember that, too. Mm-hmm. That plays a part in this too, okay, because you could say the wrong thing or say it in such a way that it could take you away from who and what you are. So that's where other guides come in to say, well, that's not the time for this right now, or we're blocking that or whatever. So then you understand why something doesn't happen, see, when you kind of want it to happen. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of an understanding, too, that we think, well, yeah, I need this to really happen, and it doesn't happen. Well, it's kind of like maybe there's a reason Mm -hmm. it doesn't happen like you thought it would or when you thought it would. So it's not that that's a bad thing. I'll just say that. And, and, And our parameters of how we see things playing themselves out, maybe it looks like bad timing. But in the grand scheme, it's not bad timing, see? So that understanding can kind of relieve a lot of, like, pressure and stress that you may be experiencing, too, that you can kind of, like, release that. Because I'm going to tell you, that helps this process as well, that that releasing of this tension, this, like, I need this, I got to, you know, that when it's maybe, like, not the timing, or it's not right, or whatever. So don't get too caught up into that. You know, I got to, got to, got to, got to, got to, when it's like, well, no, 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 no. You you should be over here. You're, you're, you're fighting the flow. You're trying to swim upstream or whatever, you know. It's that kind of effect. Because they know what's in your timeline. Yes. And, and so they understand if, oh, there's danger ahead. We, maybe this is not mm-hmm. the time for mm-hmm. that scenario, that mm-hmm. opportunity. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. It could be danger or it could be, like I say, taking you off the track. Mm-hmm. Like enough so that if you go that way, boy, you'll be way out, you know, left field. You need to be over here. Maybe it looks a little rough, rough sailing a little bit. But as you get further down the road, you'll realize, okay, it was better for you. And think about those kinds of situations, mm-hmm. you know, where you thought, man, if I had done what I was really going to do, I would have been kind of in a bad place. I'm glad it didn't work. Well, exactly. You know, like I say, now you can go back and say, now I get why that happened like that. It makes sense now. See? And, and some may have had this experience sometimes. That there are times sometimes, I know in my life, and I've talked to many people, and, and thank God they adhere to it, where there are times I know and get strong feelings about maybe not you should go out today. Mm-hmm. And there have been yep. times, I clearly, yep. there are times I've been stubborn and didn't listen. Mm. 
and and, le- and found out quickly thereafter why mm-hmm. I should have listened mm-hmm. and and whatnot. Uh, there have been times where you you uh, you choose to adhere to what you're feeling and being advised of, mm-hmm. and you might mm-hmm. find out there was a freaking cup pile up or something on mm-hmm. the highway after mm-hmm. a fact. So that's how important important and how critical whether or not we adhere to that as opposed to feeling like why are things just not going right for me. It's not always a bad thing as to the why, because you may not be aware of the guardian angels. You may not be aware of all of these other things that are kind of controlling to set, set or, or watching our paths along the way for our safety, for what the betterment of all. Yep, yep. Uh, there's this... Uh chain of movies that are out and it really ties into like what you what you said uh it's called final destination have you seen any of those no i haven't seen that i just found out about frequency that the other day there's a few movies i'm trying to catch up with final okay. destination that sounds yeah, very and, familiar and it's, there's there's like uh there's like i don't know how many there's a bunch of them it's like six or seven of them that's why so i've seen a couple of them yeah yeah Essentially, it's the whole cause and effect thing, mm-hmm. this chain of events that occur that, well, if this hadn't happened, then that wouldn't have happened, and this wouldn't have happened, and that wouldn't have happened. It's that mm-hmm. kind of thing. So mm-hmm. that's kind of like what this is, and that, well, yeah, if we could see all these chains of events, we'd never do step two, yes. so we'd avoid what would happen, but we can't see that, okay? So in our mind, all we know is I'm trying to get to step two. Where step two is like, you, no, you don't want to go to step two. You want to skip that. Mm-hmm. But we, that's all we're concentrating on. I need to get to step two. Mm-hmm. Where they're saying, they mm-hmm. are saying, no, no, no. Listen to me. Go yeah. to step three. You know, that kind of thing. And you get a feeling. And this, getting the feeling is part of having the cord connected to the university. That's your direct to connection. That's why it's important. Go within, understand, navigate. How do I do this thing? And, and whatnot, because that knowing, that sense of knowing that you know that you know, that's just not some arbitrary thing. That's something that is real and tangible through the connection to the universe, which will directly feed the information that, that you need or the inquiries mm-hmm. that you make. And your guides have a huge part in that mm. process to mentor and to teach and reveal and to reveal. Yes. yes. At the right time. Yes. Yep. 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 I mean okay, now I'm reading this list now and all these different ones and it's kinda like, man, you got all this going on, so how do I even I'm I'm afraid to take a step forward. No, it's not that. It's not that. <laughs> yeah. Not that. <laughs> Okay, it's right. not this right. super cautious, uh, I'm afraid to blink. No, you're okay. It's like right. I said, it's not that. These, yes. they're there, and they're helping you, and you, you're kind of like, some of this stuff is like on, on uh, autopilot almost, mm-hmm. okay, because of who and what they are in, uh, exposed to as far as who you are and where you're going, okay? They're just kind of... Helping, that's that's kind of what they do. They are helpers, okay, and can help make it more efficient. I guess I'll say, put mm-hmm. it that way, as opposed to well, well, 
I need to ask for this and go for that, or it'll never happen. That's not necessarily true. It just makes it more efficient, I'll say, that put it that way. And that's kind of what you're looking for, efficiency, you know, yeah. ease, um, less turmoil, all those kinds of things, mm-hmm. okay, as opposed Smarter to going the not way around. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, exactly. I mean, you still get there if you do it the hard way, just you had to go through a lot of, you know, superfluous stuff to get there, so, so. Mm-hmm. so I guess that's a good way to think of it. And again, like I say, you know, to me, the whole idea, one of the things is, I won't say the whole idea, is to kind of relieve the stress, get the stress out of there, get that, you know, because that works on your physical aspect. And I'm going to tell you, it does more um, things to you that, you know, can't necessarily be, you know, quantitated. You know, it's not, yeah, it it's messes not with your energy, messes yeah. with your aura, it messes with all of that. Yes, and, and it's not something you can necessarily see or feel. It's just, and it, and, and when I say that, I mean it's 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 like it's it may be gradual, you know, mm-hmm. drip 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 kind of effect. And before you know mm-hmm. it, you know, you've got a full glass based off of just a drip drip drip. And yep. um, there's something I always think about. And I remember my mom telling me this. She's, you know, and I always think by that. You know, she says, eliminate the stress. Yep. You know, it's very simple. But I, I, I that's what I tend to it's do. It's a process. I try to eliminate the stress. And it, I tell you, it, it makes it a lot easier. Mm-hmm. Yes, it makes it a lot easier. So... Um, if I had to summarize here, this protection guide, there's a lot in here. Um, I think the big one is the uh, overseas, your spiritual guidance. Overseas, the spiritual guidance you connect with. That is massive. And also, um, protect protect you both physically both mentally, spiritually, and physically. And that's kind of like um, what it's more like what the, the title sounds like. So it's, there's two mm-hmm. pieces to that one that make that a very strong guide. Uh, let's see. Uh, number eight, your uh, astral, A-S-T-R-A-O, A-L, A-S-T-R-A-O, A-S-T-R-A-L, Astral Guide, is exactly what it sounds, as it sounds. Astral Guides guide your experience in the astral realm. When when you're asleep or consciously journeying into the astral plane during meditation, this guide is with you offering offering their um, protection and guidance. Now, this is one that, um, for me, I didn't, now that I'm reading this as it, as it is, this is one that requires a little bit more in-depth research, okay? Because this is talking about something that most may not necessarily be able to relate to. And it's like, well, why do I need that? 
and what is that? And what do I do that? Or, you know, do I need that? And um, this is something that you and I, Nashiba, have kind of discussed a little bit, mm-hmm. you know. And this I've experienced it a lot. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know and, a lot and, of people and, that have. <laughs> and, and, okay, now think about this. Okay, you've experienced it. Okay, mm-hmm. there is a guide for it. If there's a guide mm-hmm. for it, then it's probably something that we should all experience. Mm-hmm. See, if, 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 if it were not, why would you need one of those? Yeah. They're there for a reason. So I'm saying, that's why I'm saying, this is something that requires more research to understand, well, I have it, so it must, like I said, the tools in the toolbox, the yeah. utensils in the kitchen, that paring knife, the, you know, it's there for a reason. Um, you know, some of those uh, uh, unique utensils, let's say, that are in the kitchen, that you, you probably only use them one time for a specific kind of meal, but <laughs> guess what? You need it when you need it. Okay. Exactly. So that's how I kind of look at this. It's there for a reason, and not many people may have experienced this and understand it, know it, care, whatever. I'm saying this is one that requires more research. Mm-hmm. So definitely have to come back to this one. Yeah, and it also goes to there are potentially, I highly suspect there's a lot of people that have experienced it, but no one ever said that's what you call it. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because it, it, it operates in, as I said, when you're asleep or conscious. Mm-hmm. Okay? So you may have been there, but you just didn't kind of get it. Because I said before, with respect to, you know, um, people kind of coming forward, talking about these dreams. It's like, man, this dream just had me just, I didn't know what the heck was going on. Well, Things like this astral guide were potentially protecting you in certain situations where it may have been like, I didn't know if I was going to make it, but I made it, you know, kind of, that's why, okay? And again, kind of understanding just, like I say, in detail, just what astral, um, the astral realm is, that's the research point. What is that? It's like a fourth dimension in a bias. You have the astral guide, and people that have experienced it, it, it tends to be coined under astral travel. Mm-hmm. Where you mm-hmm. actually, you're outside of, you're, you're not in the, the human form. You're, mm-hmm. you're in the uh, more etheric uh, mm-hmm. form at that time. It's just, so the other form of you, that's without this current vehicle we're walking around in. Mm-hmm. Um, and you travel. And it's always been pleasant for me. It's never been crazy, but different mm-hmm. people have it for specific reasons. Like I know someone that does it. She, and I, I've been using that capacity as well, but I know someone who is heavily used uh, and, and pretty much every day. And she's, she tends to be pulled in from the perspective of going somewhere to heal someone. Mm-hmm. And if you look into Ed, Ed, Edgar Casey, you know, he could find out much more mm-hmm. about mm-hmm. it because he definitely engaged with people that he has taught and tutored under him. Um, but that's another place. But I believe it's fourth dimension and above okay. um, with, where, you, where you kind of wind up doing that travel somewhere around there. 
Yeah, very good. That's 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 excellent. And um, I'm gonna tell you, it's uh, I go back to the whole understanding of gifts. Okay, I put that in that realm of gifts that we possess that maybe we're mm-hmm. not using as much as exactly. we could. Okay, and like I say, there's a guide for it. Is there's a reason? You know mm-hmm. that 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 little screwdriver, that stubby. That's what they call it. If anyone understands a toolbox, that stubby. <laughs> you need that mm-hmm. stubby. So it's that really, 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 really short screwdriver that mm-hmm. you only use in those really tight spaces. Right. Okay. Yeah, but when you have it and you need it, works really good. Yes. So I kind of look at this the same way. It's there. We just kind of have to explore that one a little bit, okay? Because we probably have experienced it and didn't know we were in exactly. it, didn't know what was going on, how to kind of um, manage it better, those kinds of things. Mm-hmm. Because for me, my understanding, just like with respect to, you know, in, in the meditation realm, is something that you can guide, Okay. Mm-hmm. You don't just kind of go there and kind of flop around and, you know, like you're out at sea, kind of lost at sea. It's not that. It's something mm-hmm. that you kind of direct to some degree. Yes. Okay. So I kind of look at this the same way. But if you're not kind of utilizing it, essentially, that's almost where you are, kind of like in places that you didn't want to be, okay, as opposed to going places that you do want to be. Like like uh, Nashiba described this individual that goes there to help people. So yeah. that's more directed, see? Yes. Okay. So I'm saying that's something that can be done. But yes. you have to kind of explore that more and kind of have a better understanding of it. And being open so. to it, being at peace. Well, that's the whole process with any of this and, and whatnot. I know definitely mine has primarily been to reveal something and to heal. Like that bus situation I was telling you about. The reason I was brought to the bus at that time is everyone survived on that. When I turned around and saw the CNN report the next day, the reason I was brought there is to ensure that no life was lost. So there's a lot, lot of times, a lot of times I kind of, it's almost like being dropped into a scene and it's like, okay, I already know why I'm here. And you just sit back and just from that point, kind of in, in, revolve through one scene and such scenario to the other and do what you know you're supposed to do in that situation. But I know I prayed the whole time in the process once I got swept out out of the blue at 3 something in the morning and I, I went into that place and I automatically go into prayer. And like I said, by the time I woke up the next morning to see and then saw what I saw, I understood because nobody, nobody was hurt. And this is a case where a guy in a machine gun showing up on the board, must have had a bad day, whatever. But his demeanor was calm at the time I was there. And actually when I saw it revealed on CNN, that was the demeanor of the person. It was calm by that time because he was very erratic when he first got on that bus. But he was calm by the time the whole scenario, you know, got shut down. 
that's how intense that is. I, I, many times I've had it like this kind of been like somebody's having a play and someone just drops you into that's kind of how it's been for me. Wow, that's that's interesting. That is really interesting. And and, and that's yeah. why, you know, at the point at the point of where you feel all these things, simultaneous craziness going on across the world, that's why it's kind of of an urgency to kind of push yourself a little, challenge yourself a little to begin to notice the why? Because we possess abilities that can intercept a lot of this stuff. Because we can talk about it and complain about it until we freaking blue in the face. But embracing the fact that we have the ability to manifest and do a whole lot of stuff, I'd rather be there than, okay, oh, what the news say today? I can get caught up and lost in that because at the end of the day, to me, it's about what's the resolution. To me, it's about understand. God gave us tobacco to do a whole lot of stuff. We might have right. some serious amnesia about it, but when you get mm-hmm. the sense of the urgency of it, something inside to say, let me try to challenge myself. It doesn't have to be on a grandiose level. Mm-hmm. Let me at least get my toes wet. You know, and uh, I, I go back to something Captain has said multiple times, and he's, you know, specific to this to this call. He's like, there's a reason why the people who come to this call come to this call, you know, and they're there for a reason. And, you know, Nashiba, you, you kind of hit it right on the head. You know, it's being exposed to this information. Mm-hmm. It's not it's not happenstance. There's a reason. Mm-hmm. And as I've said before, I'm speaking it, but I'm listening too, Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm teaching me mm-hmm. as well as those who are listening, okay, because I feel the same calling, so to speak, that mm-hmm. there's a reason why I'm getting this information. It must be that it's going to be used. Yes. It's not just for my own edification, okay? Right. It's, it has a purpose, and that's true for everyone that's here. There's a reason why you're getting this information. It's mm-hmm. not just to put it in a notebook somewhere and file it away. Nah, not this information. Because this mm-hmm. has some, some... This is empowering. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely empowering. That's why yeah, I say, anytime we're getting frustrated and tired of when is this going to end and it's getting worse and it's all building up, but going into the little toolkit, Oh, which tool do I need to apply for this? Mm-hmm. What I need, but you can't even get to the point if you can't embrace such a concept and such a sense of understanding. And if it's going to take you a while, that's fine. Do it everything done in your own time. But if you don't at least twinkle your toes in the water, how are you ever going to get there? Mm-hmm. And, you know, okay, going back to this information. Now, I said there were 33 Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, maybe, you know, four out of the 33 are the ones that you need to really hear. You may not need all of this. That's why I go back to that cherry picking thing. You know, yes, yeah, a lot of information. We talked about the laws. And that's a lot of information. And mm-hmm. UCC, all, that's a lot of information. But some of that is sticking for a reason. Okay. And that's, it's sticking for a reason. You know, 
it's like you kind of embrace that and, and it gets back into, like we talked about, these gifts. Those ones that stick, it's kind of like sticking for a reason to, you know, expound that with your gifts that you have to then take that to the next level with, let's say, someone else, some other group, some whatever, and apply it. Because, like I say, the big picture is to lift everyone up. That's really the big picture. And the more that are lifted, the sooner they're lifted, the sooner all mm -hmm. these other things are revealed. Chain reaction. Yes. Yes. That's why I'm, as, 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 as much is given, much is quiet, required. God's not going to put no more on, on you than what you can bear. So whatever the load that you can carry is appreciated. Mm -hmm. Every little bit helps. When you get more comfortable, you say, oh, give me another channel, mm -hmm. another challenge, rather. And you go yeah. on. So in your own time, in your own way, but realize it's easier to connect to this stuff than what I think most people may think. It's kind of like yeah. when someone yeah. becomes a new Christian, they try to beat everybody over the head with a, ba oh, with a Bible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, yeah. that's not how it works. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're right. In, in each person's own time. Mm -hmm. Free will. You yeah. might say, bah, humbug to all of this stuff. Fine. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. In your own time, free will. Uh -huh. Bah, humbug. Mm -hmm. But if there's something in you that's saying, you know, some, I might not understand all of this, but I'm going to try. That's better than not moving at all. Yep. And boy, I, you know, I've, I've described some of my um, before and afters, I'll say. And I'm gonna tell you, it's not. Well, what is it? What's the uh, what's the saying? Ten percent of things mm -hmm. that you are that you worry about or you're concerned about actually come true. Ten percent. Mm -hmm. So you worry and are concerned about a lot of things that never come to fruition. Mm-hmm. Okay. So for me it was like, man, I thought it was this, but it really it wasn't that. It was something mm -hmm. else. It was a good thing. Mm -hmm. I'm glad I did it. Mm -hmm. Okay. I'm glad I allowed it to happen, I guess is a better way of putting mm -hmm. it. Because a lot of things is just things that we resist. Yeah. We and it wasn't it. as scary as I thought it was going to be. Yep. That's the joy you get out of just saying, you know, just the hell with it, letting my hair down, and I'm going for it. Mm -hmm. And you get across that line, and you're like, dang, it wasn't as complicated or as hard as I thought it was going to be. Yeah. But you never know that if you don't challenge yourself, at least on something. Mm -hmm. I agree. Um, Nishiba, I, I'm at number eight. And mm -hmm. okay, this this is what I did. Mm -hmm. I put these things into groups of 10. Mm -hmm. I, just because 10 was a nice round number. Once I realized and understood that there were 33. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I don't know if that matters because, you know, the time is what it is. and you know. How no, I would say it because we're on what? You said number eight, so go ahead and do the, the 10 set, three more, and then we'll carry the rest of it to next week. We're good. Okay, that's good. Okay, well, we finished eight. 
eight mm-hmm. was our astral. And well, if I had to finish it, uh, to summarize, uh, essentially, your astral guide um, is um, your guide to your um, to the astral realm. So that's uh, that's interesting. I would say that that's a good summary point. Mm-hmm. And also, I think it has another piece in here that uh, let's see. Uh, well, no, that's good because yeah, it protects you in that in that realm, of course. Uh, so I, let's say that too. That it mm-hmm. also, when you're in that realm, the astral realm, that it 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 it, it affords you protection and guidance. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's a good thing to know because when you're in that realm, things can happen. Yeah. Okay, understand that. So that's you wind up going places you can never imagine. Yeah. So you need that, okay? Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so that's but that's good to know that that's in place. Mm-hmm. So there's no fear, okay, in you know experiencing that or wanting to experience that. Okay, so let's move forward. Uh, number nine is your joy guide. Joy. Kind of liking that already. Mm-hmm. Um, Joy guides are playful and beaming with childlike delight. Yes. <laughs> they are with you to help you lighten up and enjoy. Laughter is key to making the link with your joy guide. Mm-hmm. That's pretty straightforward. And I like that right there. Laughter is the key. Mm-hmm. All right. And I don't know about you, but I laugh a lot. Yeah. Okay. And I don't know, I've always laughed a lot. Okay. Since I can remember. And people tell me, man, I like the way you laugh because you, you laugh like you really mean it, you know. Like you're mm-hmm. having fun laughing or something. Yeah, I, I like to laugh. I like to have that feeling that laughter gives you. You know what I mean? So, um, um, I, I maybe I'm connected very well with my joy guy. Let's just say that. <laughs> now I don't know if that necessarily comes across when I'm speaking or whatever, but I like to laugh a lot. Oh and yeah, I do laugh a lot. Keep it. It's and like it keep it something. light. Yes. And uh, what did I say? Um, it's playful and beaming with childlike delight. Love that. Yep. That's why I, I always kind of make mention about the age thing. And many times people feel like, oh, I'm too old for that. Oh, it's too late. Or, nah, no, it's not. Mm-hmm. Who, who made that law? Exactly. I totally disagree with that. Matter of fact, to me, as you get more mature, should be just the opposite. Because now you have a tool that most young don't, and that is experience. Experience Mm -hmm. tells you what not to do. See? You're not going to trip and fall. So why not experience things that are kind of like, now maybe some things may be uh, beyond your physical um, capabilities, but how do you know unless you try? You can let somebody tell you it is, 
okay? But that's just them telling you. That's like them telling you anything that you can't do. Prove them wrong. And laughter is very healthy for you. Absolutely. There are more and more hospitals that bring in comedians. They bring in clowns, clowns mm-hmm. uh, into, mm-hmm. especially the patients are going to be there for a while. And uh, when they have visit uh, a visit from some com- from a comedian or from mm-hmm. a clown, everything, mm-hmm. energy, every, healing process accelerates. Mm-hmm. Laughter is very powerful. Because yeah, I do, I've, I've done it a lot in a lot of places where I, I went, like I went, used to work as a technical analyst, analyst, and at a call center that was massive, and we pretty much held out the country when they they needed at different facilities. But I walk in with a smile and in laughter every day and leave the same way. Mm-hmm. And the demands on our what we had to do on our desk was beyond demanding. So usually by way, by by mid-afternoon, early afternoon, a lot of time, most, a lot of the other workers were just fried, and they'd look on, why in the hell is she laughing and smiling? <laughs> well, uh, what else do I need to see? It look like with my mouth poked out and, you know, hair, pull my hair. I, I don't know how to do that very well. But <laughs> and it would help them because laughter is also contagious. Yes. So the moods that they would roll in by early or mid-morning, afternoon, if that kind of vibe wasn't flowing, it's mm-hmm. difficult to work under the demands that we have, which were heavy. Mm-hmm. You have to have a lighter sense, a feel about yourself to maintain that day. So it would help become contagious to them. It would flip their moods around, and they'd get through the day better. But they just never understood, well, how could you do that? Because I'm not going to sit up here and do what y'all do, right? Looking like that, that's no way you're doing that for me. <laughs> hey, and like you say, it's it's very contagious. Yes. You know, and in general, you know, if you're in, let's say, a situation and there's laughter, you know, in, you know, there's sometimes where it's just not appropriate. Let's not, right. you know, right. get this confused here. But in generally speaking, if there's laughter involved, it kind of loosens everybody up a little bit. Mm-hmm. So there's no, you know, uneasiness, and it's just, that just gets wiped away. Yep. So I, I like I like being in those kinds of atmospheres where mm-hmm. it's like that, okay? And, you know, this is the thing. Just like many things, you have your, you know, your I'm in public laugh, you know, when yeah. you really can't. <laughs> You, you know, I mean, right. you kind of have to, and then you have your laugh that you know where you're amongst your friends, family, or whatever, and you're mm-hmm. at home. That's your real laugh. Yep. See, I like that laugh. Yeah. Okay, where it's just, I, I'm not conscious of it. I'm not um, holding back or anything. It's just natural. You know, I like being in that atmosphere. There's mm-hmm. just something about that. Okay. So yeah, I, I definitely embrace this this joy guide thing. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Bring on more of that. Exactly. <laughs> okay. So if 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 um, I don't know what I don't know that there's I mean what would be something that would you know where you feel like you don't have joy and laughter and it's not just laughter. Okay, don't get it wrong. Because right. it's playfulness right. and it's childlike delight. Mm-hmm. 
say that I like that too. Because that goes to come to me as unto a child. Yes. It's that purity of it. Yes. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. From the heart. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. There you go. Not the who's watching and, you know, I have to, you know, hold my my upper lip up and, you know, all that. (laughs) Right. You know, come on, you know. But it's just, that's a societal thing. Mm-hmm. You know, and maybe that's why certain things are happening the way they're happening because, you know, the protocol and all that kind of stuff, you know, so whatever. But, yeah, uh, I say definitely embrace your joy, guy, especially in those times when it's kind of, you know, rough and tough. And definitely. those rough and tough times kind of, yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't say well. I won't say that they don't go away because that can affect it to some degree as well. But it's not just dragging you down, like you know, dragging you down, make you sick, make you you know. It's just the effects of the opposite of that. You know, I, I'll, I'll take what effects that the joy brings. You know, it's, it's these are habits to me. If you're in that habit. You know, not saying that things don't happen, but you don't let it affect you like that. Yeah, you got to deal with it. It may be an urgent situation, whatever. But it's not like that situation controls how you operate. You know, like, oh, I'm having a bad day. I hear people say that. Oh, I'm having a bad day. Stop saying that. Right. Reverse it to I'm having a good day. And And amazing how quickly it will change. Absolutely. You know, just, I mean, how do you fix that? Stop saying that. That's the first thing. Stop saying I'm having a bad day. That's the first step, you know. And, uh, again, you know, I think about, I've heard that she would say this so many times, you know, set the intention. Yep. If you set it as, boy, today's a good day. Today I'm having a good day. Mm-hmm. Whether it is or not, if you set that intention, it will be. Exactly. So that's where that's at. And when you do that, essentially you're calling upon that joy guy. That's how you call upon it. Just that in itself, right there. You have it. Set it by calling on it in that manner. Changes everything. Okay. Last one here for the evening. It's called the Helper Guide. Okay? Helper. Uh, and this is a good one, too. Uh, come and go independently on your current projects, interests, and points of focus. They will assist you as long as you need them and then move along and then move on, allowing you to move forward following the callings of your heart. So again, this is another one of these transient ones, like uh, what was the other one that I said? The teacher guide was a transient one. So the helper is similar, okay? Um, But not necessarily, well, specifically, I said, depending on your current projects, interests, and points. So... Depends on what you got going on is kind of when they come into play. 
So you may, this is not one that's always kind of in effect. But if you got something going on, you know, that's when they kind of come into play. And you can call upon them to help you kind of navigate and get through those situations, those projects, interests, and points of focus, whatever it may be. And I see that some of that kind of sounds like it applies to like a job, but it may not necessarily be a job. It may be I'm trying to quit smoking or I want to lose weight or I want to diet or whatever, you know, I want to, I want to gain some muscle. I want to walk more. I want to, whatever that focus is. See? So it can be anything. It doesn't have to be this, you know, nuts and bolts kind of thing. It could be a personal achievement to some degree. It's a focus area also. So, you call upon them when you kind of got that kind of going on, especially when it gets a little kind of like stressful, like it was going good and now you've hit that plateau, whatever mm-hmm. the plateau may be, that's kind of when they kind of really come into effect, those plateaus or that time stress factor. You know, you got two minutes to get it done or what that kind of a thing. I know for a fact, that I have called upon that helper now that I think about it. When I was in situations where I was in a testing environment, and this testing environment had to do with my promotion, and I had to kind of get something done in a certain time period. And it's like super important, okay? And I can kind of remember kind of calling to say, man, I need these answers. I need to, you know, this is information I knew but, you know, sometimes you stress yourself out a little bit, mm-hmm. and you, you know you know it, but then you get there, and you're like, man, I know I know this. What's the problem? So you kind of call on that, and I got through it. I wasn't, I didn't, I'm not saying I aced it or whatever, but I got through it, and, mm-hmm. you know, it, it turned out well. So, again, looking back, I, I see that now, but I actually did call on that, you know, I didn't scream it or anything. I kind of just said it to myself, mm-hmm. like whispering, so to speak. But like I say, now that kind of makes sense to me now. That, you know, I can remember specifically when that happened and it turned out well. So that's kind of how this works, you know, when you um, direct it. And at the time, I didn't know I was directing it, but I actually was. See? So there you go. Well, not only so that, that, it was they were aware of the of the energy they were feeling from you, and made mm-hmm. themselves available in that mm-hmm. moment. Because when yeah. those tests are weird, they they do a lot of weird things to you, and mm-hmm. blocks come from out of nowhere. Like you said, I know that, I know that, no, and out of blue, you get in the test environment, and some really bizarre yes. <laughs> things happen. And you know, I think it has a little bit to do with the fact that you know it's being timed. Exactly. You know, something about that timing is like, oh, I only got this amount of time to figure all this stuff out. Uh oh, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it hits you. It's like, okay, all right, all right, all right. calm down. And calm it's not down. that you don't know it. That's the irony of it, because it's not that you do not know it. And in academia, they don't always recognize it because there's just depending on a result. Right. Yep. And really, if they were to take the same person and give the same test to them in a relaxed scenario, mm-hmm. 
the person mm-hmm. would excel on the test. Yeah. Not that they don't know the information. It's just some quirky things happen with the psyche and all kind of bizarre mm-hmm. things happen mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. when it comes to test taking. And it, it may have nothing to do with that person's uh, intelligence. Their, nothing. Uh, um, what, what's the uh, comprehension? All yep. those things it may have nothing to do with that. It's just a bodily kind of quirk that you kind of fake yourself yep. out. And you see, I mean, I guess I, I go a... with a girlfriend and wind up in the emergency room at, from asthma attacks every single time she had to mm. take tests. Mm. Not that she didn't know the stuff. Her body's mm. physical, almost like allergic reaction to taking tests. Mm. That lets wow. you know how intense it can be. Yeah. And and that's kind of a mental thing more yeah. than anything. Cause, yeah. You know, it. Especially when you know you know it. Exactly. That's when you realize, man, this is mental because I know I know this. Mm-hmm. But you, your body just reacts in such a way that you go into like a freeze mode or whatever you yep. want to call it. Yeah. It's crazy. Um, if I had to summarize this helper guide, um, specifically what it talks about here, um, that it does come and go. And it depends on what you're currently uh, involved in. So it comes and goes depending on your projects, interests, and focus, points of focus. That's uh, interesting. Mm -hmm. So that you know kind of when to kind of put that into effect, so to speak, when you're involved in that kind of a scenario. Mm Because there are times when you're kind of like not really doing anything so to speak so helper guide it's not really around mm-hmm. not necessary so to speak but when you got something going on that's when you kind of want to call them in and help you out yep so and they present in so many different ways they, they when they appear they're going to appear in a way that they know is most comfortable for you Sometimes you don't see them at all, at, at all, and and not even where the present, but they are. And but then other times, like for me, for just uh, recently within last year, I'm kind of, I tend to lean them in the curious George mode. I know you're there, but oh, holler at me, raise, raise mm-hmm. a couple fingers or something. Mm-hmm. And when that happens, as it's been recently happened to me, really within this last. Uh, week because sometimes if they do things like I know with me they're appearing as an orb in white and it's always in my peripheral vision that they and it's, and and it would cra- I was just talking to a friend of mine earlier I said oh, when you in your mind you're saying could you just stay a little while long because you went so fast I didn't even read. I capture the way I wanted to and whatnot and it hasn't always been a scenario where they stay there long enough for you to get that, but just the fact that I know the presence is there, is there and they at least revealed is a really good feeling. Mm-hmm. But they will present themselves to do, reveal themselves based upon them knowing what your comfort zones are. They're not just going to, like, land in the middle of the room. If they know you are not ready to deal with something like that, that's not going to happen. Well, you know, in in exploring this this list, 
or you know exploring what and who they are. Mm-hmm. You know, like I say, you know, I, I, this is kind of like one of my terms that I use a lot. That awareness. It's the awareness of that kind of bridges the gap here and and, mm-hmm. and what's going on between them. I mean, they're there. It's not like they're not there, but the awareness now that puts this thing into a whole different perspective now. When mm-hmm. you realize, oh, okay, now I see. I got these tools here. You showed me how to use them. Mm-hmm. I know what to do with these tweezers now. You know, mm-hmm. you know, whatever these, you know, this this the stubby that I talked about. I know what to do with that thing now. So that's kind of where this is. And um, this this first ten, they were all really pretty good, but there are others, mm-hmm. and uh, some of them. Um, I guess we'll we'll see when we get there. But I I'm telling you, there there these others are just as strong. Okay, they're just as strong. It's not like these first ones were the the good ones, and these others kind of fall down. You know, in in um, importance or whatever. These others that I have um, come across here, just as mm-hmm. good. Now, will I see the full 33? Do I know that there is 33? That's one I'm not sure I can even answer. Mm-hmm. Okay? But uh, I'm still doing the research on that, and uh, we'll, we'll see. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll see. But I, I already like what, what we have here. And Definitely. This is a lot to work with right here. Mm-hmm. Okay? So we'll just look at it like that. We'll work with what we got and, and, and go with that. Because we can get something done with this. Believe me. Oh, a lot. A lot. <laughs> okay. So now, before I close out here, you know, I'm I'm, I'm getting into this whole uh, quote thing here. I'm I'm running with it because who's to say maybe it's helpful? I don't know. But I know that when I began compiling this list of quotes that I had, it was kind of like, okay, yeah, I like them, they're for me, but, you know, maybe at some point, maybe, so maybe this is that point. We'll see. Mm-hmm. And this one kind of came to me today. Um, you know, it's funny how this, these things come, and a lot of times when they come, it's, it, many times they're sports-related. Okay, I'll just say that. But I, I kind of transpose them a little bit or extrapolate. Okay. And so, well, how is that useful in, in our conversation? How can we use that to kind of, you know, uh, amplify the messaging? Level? Yes. So, for me, it was this. And uh, the, the quote is um, What message do you send? Okay, what message do you send? Is it a strong, conscious one, or is it one of subconscious that is just as strong, okay? So what that means is, you know, you may consciously, just like we're having this discussion, we're consciously getting this information out. But in the process, are you sending a subconscious message that you may not know about, that someone else is picking up on? And if they are, is that the right message you're trying to send as well? 
How will you know that? I don't know. But this I, that's just kind of how this thing came to me. And um, it was essentially, like I said, this was sports-related. But that's how I kind of extrapolated that information out of there and, and, and uh, transposed it, I'll say. And that many times we want to get our point across or we want to say something, but in the saying of it, we send another message subconsciously. Mm-hmm. And, you know, is that message a good message? Is it received in a positive way or is it a bad message and received in a negative way? I don't know. I'm posing that. And I'm posing it to say that if there is a subconscious message that is being received and are you receiving it properly, do you see it as what it is or are you um, maybe tainted in some way in that then when you do receive it, you receive it as a negative? That's only something that each person can answer. But it works both ways, okay? It works both ways because we are all at some point in a position where we are giving and sending a message, whether it's like in a conversation like this, it may be with your children, it may be with your colleagues, it may be with your boss, whomever. Is that message subconsciously that you're sending one of a positive nature. And that kind of gets into this uh, etheric realm that we operate in, okay? And that I think if you are in the right space, okay, in the right space, that that message will come across as a positive one in that subconscious message that you send. Mm -hmm. But if you're not, okay, it will come across as something a little bit on the negative side. So, but that's what we're kind of working on here. And I talked about that with um, with the laws. And there was one in particular that it talked about um, being in that in that uh, in that space of. Um, I can't think of the law now. I want to call it out. But essentially, it's just talking about being in the proper, like, mindset, okay, to kind of want to do something positive, okay, as opposed to not. So if you're in that mind space, that subconscious message will come across as a positive one, okay? So, again, that's like that, that whole big picture thing that we're kind of working on here. Okay, in this realm that we're in right now, because as we move forward, my understanding is that that will kind of be taken care of, so to speak. Okay, and that that full consciousness will take care of that. Exactly. Which is what we're building towards. But it's okay to be building towards it. Okay. So that's kind of, I know that was kind of a long and deep kind of thing, but. That's just something that came to me, and I'm throwing it out there. So there you go. Yeah, well, when your heart is coming from a good place, because the messaging comes from that authentic place within the heart, 
when you deliver it, that's what it will exude and amplify. Mm-hmm. There you go. But if that intent, look how much even in law in general, at the end of the day, everything will tend to lean towards intent. Mm-hmm. The true, authentic intent of that person mm-hmm. in that situation. Mm-hmm. So when you're in front of people and you're getting messages, you're sharing a quote, people can discern good and bad energy. People have been using those words for a while, but sometimes they don't mm-hmm. always really connect to all that is related to it. Mm-hmm. But if they can sense the authenticity of your energy, then that's how it will be received. And it will, excuse me, then it will yield from that perspective. Mm-hmm. If it's coming from a bad energy, that's what it's going to yield. Not unless you frame it in a way to ensure that people understand and really feel the good energy that you want to project. So it's all about that getting back to the heart center. Mm-hmm. How we think, how we do, how we share, and everything that we do. Mm-hmm. And, um, and that that's how you know whether it's not... A, a, if you know that's where you're coming from, then you don't tend to have to be too overly concerned with whether or not it's going to be received that way because that's already your intent. Yeah. And then it will yield that and amplify that. Um, and then I real quickly want to, to go over to the, the – with the comfort zone of how you re- re- feel uh, uh, a guide coming in. Uh, sometimes you will, it might be a presence that you feel. Sometimes it's heat that you might feel in different portions of the body. So it's a really wide way on how they're going to present, but they're going to keep it to a realm of them knowing you as intensely and intricately and, uh, that, and intimately that they know you, what is best for you in that moment, in that time. Not going to do it in a way that's going to freak you out so bad you're not even going to bother to ask anything. They want to do it in a way that you will peacefully receive it. And so the orb thing, peripheral vision is one day, feeling and sensing just this real good sense of feeling of energy in the room, uh, sometimes heat. So there's a wide variety of ways for each individual person based on where they are. Because you can't embrace, somebody can't embrace them if really you're kind of freaking them out. <laughs> They're not necessarily going to embrace it. But if you do it in a way that they that's comfortable for them, they're more readily going to receive it, digest it, and be at peace with it. And thereby ultimately being able to yield something from it, not only for themselves, but for other people. So there's all kind of ways. I just want to let people know there's not one specific way. There's many different ways. But one that's really customized to you. That's how, that's how awesome this whole thing is. We are being personally for wherever any person on this planet personally customize what's best for that person in that moment where they meet them where they're at. And that's the beauty of it. 
But see, like I said, spending more time and understanding and trying to get your head around all of this stuff will get us closer to where we want to be. So with that said, I appreciate everyone joining the call. We will definitely continue on the same subject matter next next week so we can get, uh, get through each uh, segment of it. So we did 10 today. We'll do 10 next week. And I highly encourage people, if you think of things even after the show, jot them down. And don't think anything is silly because everybody's experience is a tad bit different. Some are the same. Some are different. So as you share, it helps in case other people have experienced it, but they didn't want to talk to anybody about it. They didn't understand it. So sharing helps. Sharing experiences helps in a big way. So I encourage everybody to do that. (laughs) And with that said, peace and love, love and light. I always enjoy these conversations. I really pray that everyone is kind of capturing the goal of where we're going with talking about this information. So, again, uh, peace and love. Everyone enjoy their weekend. Of course, we're back here Friday. Um, we do have somewhere to get a uh, grab bag, but got Captain Dust. He put it on uh, his Twitter, um, Captain Jay Corner, on uh, his, his Twitter handle, and he has a guest coming in. Uh, he's kind of right. a UFO researcher. Yeah. Uh, will be coming in on Friday. I think that person is related to the situation in Canada. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that should be interesting. Mm hmm. Yeah. And it's other things like that. That's why, I took, you know, when we're watching events and, and, and when you're kind of tapping into all of what you can tap, it's, that's the thing that sometimes generates utilizing the word sooner. Sometimes I prefer to say sooner rather than later because I'm not, no man knows the day out. So I'm not, there's nowhere you're going to hear me quoting, okay, it's happening at the end of the month, unequivocally. Not going there. Not going to even begin to kick that door open. People are too fragile. There's no way in the world I go there. But when you more and more you get tapped tapped into, there's something in your body innately that tells you something's going on. I might not know what it is. I might not understand it. But your body is telling you that internal you, that universe within you. That's where that's coming from. Sometimes I know something's going on. I don't know what it is. I can't put my finger on it, but I know something's going on. And the most prevalent place that I hear that people cop into time seems mm-hmm. like it's moving entirely too fast. Everybody's saying that. Don't know why they're saying it, but they just know that yeah. it is. So everybody enjoy your weekend. Join us back on uh, Friday. And again, on this subject matter, on next Wednesday, we'll definitely be going into the next segment of the the, um, Guardians and our spiritual guides. Peace and love. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over a hundred casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. Eighteen plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.